Welcome to Football with Susan. This is the sound of the crowd going wild. <sighs> Football with Susan would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we record, the Wadawurrung people and the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. My name's Catherine, and in this podcast, I interview my mum, Susan, about her beloved Geelong Cats and how they're going across the 2021 AFL season. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. I didn't didn't even hear it ring. Sorry? I didn't even hear it ring. Oh, it it rang twice, actually. It rang the first time and no answer, then it rang again, and then I thought, I'll just hold off a bit. Look. (laughs) We don't need the rings. We've got it. We've got our cups of tea. We're ready. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day and happy Cats win, Cats fans. What a great day for all to enjoy. Absolutely. Absolutely. What a big day. Although I was a little disappointed in last night's score. I I I was actually going for the Brisbane Lions and... Because I picked them in my footy tips, Catherine, and oh, yeah. they lost by one point. Well, is now a good time to discuss footy tips straight in? Because I will say, um, if your goal was to beat Dad in the footy tips, you are not meeting your own... Um, I know. Yeah, I know. He's, your... he's run over the top of me. I know. I know. I know. Have you got any strategies? Any... He told me that he picked the Bulldogs. I said, you did what? Mm. Mm. And he said, I picked the Bulldogs. I said, no, why would you pick the Bulldogs? He said, I thought they'd win. Okay. <sighs> I was okay. really annoyed. You know, you know, and I got a message from my footy tips um, provider last week and it said I had done terribly oh. in the footy tips. It said terrible tipping. Well, I never thought they would be so judgmental. <laughs> I, I mean, I often get pretty um, terrible tipping, and I will say um, that I took your advice, um, which you gave me a couple of episodes ago in the footy tips, which was to ditch my um, strategy to only pick teams whose colours I liked, and I think I've done even worse since then. It hasn't helped me at all, so I'm wondering about sabotage at this point, but I'm probably not worth sabotaging because I'm having last. Never mind, Catherine. Mm. Well, I'm very disappointed that he's now picked against me. He's gone over the top. And next week there is absolutely no way I will not be picking Geelong yeah. to beat Melbourne. And so, you know, it's it's a bit of a downer for me really. I can't pick against my team yeah. ever. Is this, a, is this a, like a superstition? Or... It's definitely a superstition. Okay. Many years ago when I was trying to win the 40 Tips competition, I picked against my team playing none other than Port Adelaide, I think, and we absolutely trounced them. And I had picked Port Adelaide for some unknown reason and I said after that that I would never pick against my team Interesting. ever again. So, no, never again. Okay, so it's a real thing. Like you're genuinely thing. concerned. I, 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 you know, despite my competitive nature of wanting to win, I still can't comp- pick against my team. Okay. Well, that's fair. I think yeah. you don't want to go and try anything new at this stage. No, I have principles, Catherine. Oh. I have principles. Absolutely. I would never <laughs> doubt it. Um, 
Well, let's talk about um, the game. The game before the semi-final. Oh, so we really, I know we really have to. Well, yeah. not we don't have to because this is your podcast. You can do whatever you want. But oh, but, but I have to be fair. So let's, let's talk about the game. So the game that ha- shall not be named. Yep. Okay, the Voldemort of games. Yeah. Um, yep. It was Cats versus Port Adelaide in Adelaide. Geelong lost, and I think that was maybe the second or third loss in a row at that point. Um, um, no, no. We, we won against uh, – we lost against Melbourne the week before, but mm. that was um, – but we won the right one before that. So okay. it was actually the second loss in a row. Okay. Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, and 86 yes. to 43. So Geelong mm. lost by about 40 points-ish. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah. Yes. Highlights, yes. lowlights. Well, probably lowlights is what um, It was just terrible. It was terrible. It was the first week of the finals. We finished fourth on the ladder and Port Adelaide finished third. Like, no, they finished second. And so we played Port Adelaide, and of course they being the um, the team who finished far higher on the ladder, they were able to play a home final in Adelaide in front of, front of their own crowd, and we poor things had to turn up to this very hostile reception, and um, we oh look we played really poorly. We played really poorly what and they didn't even look like they were going to win right from the start. They could not get their act together at all. It was terrible. Okay. And do you have any thoughts or feelings about why that was? I think they just, they were, they didn't have their, uh, they didn't come with the, the right set of attitude, I think. Right. I don't know. I really have no idea. Nobody played well. I mean, are there, no, so I take it back. There were two people who stood out in the game, Jack Henry, um, solid performance as always, mm-hmm. and Mitch Duncan, who played his first game back uh, since uh, he did hurt his knee uh, many weeks ago. And he came back from that knee, knee injury and played a very solid game. Mm-hmm. But the rest of them could, may as well have stayed home. They okay. were terrible. Well, the advice that I think you had given to them in our last episode before that game was <laughs> you said it's about self-belief. How, yep. Do you think that's where they went wrong? I think you better I say think yes. that's exactly where yeah, they okay. went wrong. I think they didn't have any. No. I think they... Um, must have got, I don't know, got themselves into a bit of a mind fade mm. or something. Okay. And oh, we were always missing some key players. I mean, we're still missing um, Tom Stewart in the back line and we were oh, yeah. missing Zach Tui in the back line, okay. two key players mm. um, in our defence. But our forward line uh, of Tom Hawkins and Jeremy Cameron and at that week... Um, who played the other forward that week? Oh, I can't even remember. I don't think I know um, they did not do. They they were they were sort of not there really either. Okay. They were beaten on the night. So everything that could, as as it was said by the coach at the end of the game, anything that could go wrong did go wrong. Oh. And it was a pretty ordinary game. Okay. Very ordinary. They just so couldn't get their act together. So you were probably feeling pretty low um, yes. after that one. Well, let's feeling. let's move into the semi-final then yes. to, to yes. get to get energy up. 
Um, we had to so get ourselves back into shape. Yes. Back in shape, self belief, yeah. um, all those things. So this was on the, what day? Is Friday it? night. Friday night. Friday lockdown. Night. I don't know what what day of the week it is. No, lockdown does that too. Um, yeah. Friday night. Cats versus the GWS Giants in Perth. Um, win. Big win. One hundred and three to sixty eight. Very big win. Take us to it. And those of people who don't know what's going on, of course, here at the moment is that there are no finals being played in Melbourne at the Melbourne Cricket Ground, which is the home of football, believe it or not, that no finals will be played here because we are currently undergoing quite an outbreak of COVID and the state has been shut down basically at the moment. And so all the games are either being played in Adelaide if it's a uh, Port Adelaide game, or the rest of the games are being played in Perth, which is in Western Australia, and they have no COVID cases at all at the moment. And they're guarding their borders with their lives at the moment. (laughs) Yeah. Which is, yeah, very disappointing that's not an MCG grand final. Very disappointing for us. And it means a lot of being away from home yet again for a lot of the staff. Yeah. some of them were away last year for months on end mm. and at the end of the year they're away again for quite a period of time. Yeah. But anyway, they're having, they seem to be doing all right. Mm. I'm sure they're living in the life of luxury in some resort somewhere in yeah. Perth or Fremantle Lovely. or wherever they are. And the game was a completely different game altogether. Geelong came out to play Ooh. and that was a really good sign. And um, ultimately, we won the game against the um, Greater Western Sydney, which is what GWS stands for. Uh, we won quite comfortably in the end by about 35 points. Okay. And so where do you think they won it? What was it? Oh, our four, uh, well, there were two key players, two, three, two or three key okay. players. One, Tom Hawkins, our full forward, main forward man. He kicked five goals two of them in the last quarter, or no, maybe three of them in the last quarter. And he was, he's a big fellow, you know, he's a man mountain and you can't get past him. Mm. If Once he's got his eye on the ball and he's going for it, he's going for it. And different people play him in a different way. Different defenders defend him differently. Uh, sometimes he ends up with two or three players trying to keep the ball wow. off him. And that's pretty tough. But he um, he played really well on um Friday night, and that helped. Yep, okay. Uh, Jeremy Cameron, our other forward, had a really good night. His former team was Greater Western Sydney, and I think he had something to prove. He was one of their very early um, champions, and he was out of contract at the end of last year and was what's called a free agent. Yep. And Geelong approached him with a, a... I guess an offer that barely refused. Yeah. And he's also from Victoria. He grew up in the western part of Victoria. He's a country lad. Mm -hmm. And he wanted to get back into that sort of lifestyle. And so he chose to come to Geelong. He's been a wonderful asset. He has had a lot of injuries this year. There's a lot of hamstring injuries, which has been a bit of a problem. But when he's playing, is good and he did he he kicked a couple of goals mm-hmm. um the other forward um Sava Raskalia he did very well he didn't kick he kicked 
one goal, maybe two, but he he's a big guy. He's a big okay. target. Okay. And uh, he played well. And, of course, in the back line, we had Jack Henry again, who played exceptionally well and introduced back into the team was Zach Tui, mm-hmm. who was excellent all okay. over the ground. He, he, was, he can run, he can mark, he can, you know, he was good. Okay. So all in all, it was a, it was a big hit for the team. Yeah. And um, it, I think they were obviously their, their self-belief. Self-belief. Um, had been improved greatly over, the, over that week. It sounds like um, there was no kind of big moments. They just had like a, a good solid win. Would that be right to say? Well, I think, um, I mean, at the end of the last quarter, um, GWS kicked three goals in a row, which, of course, sent me packing straight outside to the backyard. Okay. Couldn't Mom cope with fled. it any longer than that. Okay. Um, and I had to just walk around and look at the flowers in the garden and Lovely. in the dark yeah. Um, yeah. until I would pop my head in the back door and say, oh, how's it going? Get the goals. And was Dad watching? And, and Dad would say, yes, Tom Hawkins, and I'd go, good. I'd go back outside <laughs> again. <laughs> until it was fairly obvious in the last three minutes. That we couldn't be beaten, okay. so then I came back in again. At least you were in the backyard and not the front yard like yeah, normal. No. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't go out the front this time. I really okay. didn't need to be wandering up and down the street in my pyjamas. Okay. Okay. It was quite rainy, if I recall. It well. was. It was a wet night. Yeah. <laughs> Just a wet lady uh, in her dressing gown um, yeah, roaming the Not street. a good sight. <laughs> not, 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 not a sight to be recommended. <laughs> Stuff. So anyway, it was much better, and of course that means that this coming um, Saturday, Friday night again, we are going to be meeting the premier contender in Melbourne. Melbourne, and this yes. is a do or die effort. If we win this game, we go directly into the grand final. Uh, if we lose this game, our season is over. Oh, and so it's a do or die effort. And I think last time we did this podcast, which was not last season but the season before, this is yep. the point that we got to. We got to the yes. preliminary finals and then lost. Is that And then right? lost, yes, that's right. Yeah. Last year we actually played in the grand final against Richmond. Um, the year before we played in the preliminary final against Richmond and lost by... 20 points, I think. Okay. So we're back. Geelong is a very successful club, you know, and um, we have been in the finals now for the last, I think, 11 out of the last 14 seasons. Mm. So we've done very well. Yeah. Um, Can't complain, but it would be nice if we could win this game because, you know, it's always nice to win. (laughs) You heard it here first, everyone. It's always nice to win. Let's take some questions from the crowd, Mum. And I'm not a good loser, Catherine. I'm no. really not a good loser. I don't have that gene that helps me to just shrug it off. Yeah. You know, it takes me a little while to, yeah. to get over the disappointment. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I think mm. I think I can understand where I get that from uh, now. Okay, so we have some questions from the crowd. Oh, um, good. Excellent. Uh, this one is from... Um, Jared Bates in Fitzroy North. Um, oh, right. Collingwood supporter. Collingwood yes. supporter. He says um, they've put the bye week before the grand final to allow for mm. quarantining and whatnot. What are your impressions of this? 
Well, it's different this year, I think. I, I have no idea why they're having a bye the week before the grand final because uh, maybe it was because they were really hoping that um, the grand final would be play, able to be played in Melbourne. You know, it's true traditional um, place at the MCG mm. in front of 100,000 people. Mm. Um, I mean, it is the biggest stadium in Australia, so it fits the most people. But And, of course, the AFL would like to have a big crowd there. But, of course, if we, you know, we're living in different times now and yeah. the big crowds are not really going to happen anywhere. Yeah. Um, and ultimately, the way things are going, it's going to be really tough for that to happen. Mm. Um, they're struggling with keeping the number of cases down at the moment. And um, they usually have a buy the week before the finals start so that everyone sort of starts off fresh. But I don't know, maybe there was some contractual obligation that they had mm. at the stadium in Perth that they had to have it uh, the week of the 23rd rather than the week before that. Okay. I've got no idea what all it's right. all about. Well, I'm going to message I'll be perfectly Jared. honest, Jared. I just don't know why. Look, it's very, uh, very mature to say when you don't know. Um, yep. Here's one that I think is possibly just intended to get an, um, a, what do you call it, a reaction. Um, is this is from Jared as well. This is also from Jared Bates in Fitzroy North. Um, yep. Toby Green incident. Yes. Thoughts. Six weeks. Should have got six weeks. Three weeks is not enough. Oh, yeah. What happened? He's a naughty little boy, that one. A naughty little boy. Yep. Yeah. Um, look, here's a, here's a football player who has been uh, charged with all sorts of offences in football. Um, mm. For the last eight years, he's been in, before the tribunal for infringements at least 11 times. So, mm. you know, here's someone who really just doesn't learn. And he, I, as soon as I saw it, I knew he was in trouble. He walked up to the umpire at the end of last game. He plays for the Greater Western Sydney, GWS. He's oh, probably okay. it's an extremely talented player. Yeah. And he walked up to the umpire and he was, uh, you know, talking to him in, in probably in fairly loud terms about something that he didn't agree with. And then... He brushed his shoulder. You know how you just kind of walked into him with his shoulder mm. and walked away. I mean, yes. you can't do that. No. No. Every person knows. Any fool knows that you, you, you do something like that. You infringe against an authority in the game, and you're in big trouble. Yes. I mean, you can't have people doing stuff like that. You can't do that unless you're standing in the outer and trying to get more space. And well, that's right. To be... unless, unless you're Catherine lying on the ground in the outer. Well, I remember at seven you years with your of age in your trying to get a bit of space. Yeah, I remember then you, you can, telling then me. Then you can sort of push and shove, but <laughs> you know, you just you can't do that because it it, it is um, dangerous um, in itself, and it just sends a very very wrong message to. Um, children and other people who are watching uh, the game, that violence, and it's a violent act, is acceptable mm-hmm. in, um, in a game, and especially against someone who, who is just doing their job, making calls, you know, often is split-second calls. Um, anyway, it's just not on, and okay. he knew that. He knows that. Okay. He's not stupid. He's just a very naughty boy. Okay. And so um, 
he was uh, he he thought, oh well, just I'll just ignore that. It's just a silly incident. Well, it wasn't just a silly incident. We all saw it. It was on TV. <laughs> Everyone went. Ah. Well, maybe this will. Maybe this. I think. Look, I think that what has started to happen is people are just writing in questions from the crowd. They think we'll get a good reaction out of you, but this one, and I'm fine with that. Um, this one is from Kevin Kelly in Highton. Um, Kevin says, when is a push in the back, not a push in the back? Oh, who knows, Catherine? When is a push in the back, not a push in the back? I've got no idea because sometimes I look at them little tap in the back and I think, oh, that'll, that'll be a free kick. And it isn't. And other times I see nothing much happening and the person gets a free kick for a shove in the back. I mean, it's very, very difficult I'm sure it must be difficult to play because it, it seems to happen sometimes and not others. It's all a matter of judgment. Miscellaneous. Yes. Do you think, do you, think you could I mean, do just as good a job as the umpires in deciding about whether it's a push in the back or not a push oh, in the back? Oh, goodness me. I'm, I'm sure I have an opinion every time. But <laughs> <laughs> whether it's... <laughs> Whether it's a valid opinion is another thing. Mm. Uh, look, I, I think uh, the defenders have a hard job um, trying to stop some some people from who are obviously in front of them and going for the ball, and they try just about anything. Sometimes it's just really obvious that, that the defender shoves the person in front of them in the back, and sometimes it's kind of very soft, and you think, no, that's not worth a free kick, especially if it's right in front of goal. I mean, sometimes it's just a gimme. Give me a goal. <laughs> but, um, and, and of course, I would always say if a Geelong player is given a free kick in front of goal, of course it was a free kick. That is the correct um, decision. But yeah. if it's a Geelong defender who has shot somebody in the back, I would say, well, of course it wasn't a free kick. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes I'm a little more fair-minded than that. It just depends on my mood. Yeah, depends how much time you've spent in the backyard. <laughs> Exactly. At flowers. Exactly. Okay. Well, Kevin's next question. Um, he's 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 given me two questions today. Oh. Um, when is holding the ball not holding the ball? Oh, I think we've answered this before, haven't we? I, we've I discussed couldn't tell this you. probably many times. What is holding the ball? All right. Well, when is it holding the ball and when isn't? <laughs> uh, I believe it depends sometimes. Uh, from what I have read, it depends on where on the ground this holding the ball is being infringed. Mm-hmm. Is it a centre player? Is it someone, you know, you know, it just depends. And I, I've, again, it's all such so uh, subjective to the interpretation of that particular umpire that sometimes, you know, it, sometimes they ping a hole in the ball if the person has just brought it to the into their hands and kept it for a second and hasn't got rid of it in a second, they are pinged for holding the ball. I mean, really. <laughs> Sometimes it's ridiculous. And other times they can be twirled around three times and do a somersault and they still didn't get a hole in the ball infringement. If so someone twirled around three a... times and did a somersault, then I would I would say <laughs> they've earned whatever it is that they're looking for. Um, they deserve a medal. That's right. <laughs> Now, I wondered, Mum, um, we mm. haven't discussed this, whether we could do a little reading of, um, of the, the letter Dad wrote in um, to the Kuda Beans. Are we, are we allowed to do that? <laughs> yes, yeah, sure. Okay. So can you explain who the Kuda Beans are? Because I had to look them up. Yeah. Oh, you want me to? Yeah, you need to explain. Okay. The Kuda Beans 
program could have been is what it's short for, nominally called the coulda beans. Mm -hmm. They are a group of men who um, have a, a football followers, football enthusiasts who never played football themselves generally speaking, um, who have a, a show, a broadcast, um, and it's mostly on Saturday mornings, and uh, they talk about nothing but football. And one of the one of the guys sings songs that people send in to him about football, football players, and they have all sorts of they have interviews with people. It's it's it's, it's a fun show. It goes for about two hours on a Saturday morning. It's been going for about oh, I'd say close to forty years. It's oh. just. About, Bit of an institution. Oh, oh yeah, it's a very maybe not quite that. Maybe thirty-five years, something like Still, that. Anyway, my whole life. Um, okay. Uh, they have people sending them songs, and Dad had decided that maybe he should send them the link to the podcast so they could have a bit of a laugh <laughs> yeah. at us at our expense, Catherine. I think, I think what he was showing us was what a true fan he is of the podcast. And I think, you know, on Father's Day maybe it is a good time to reflect um, how much of a fan and supporter he's been because he um, has, you know, written a question in I think every week this season Yes. Um, and uh, always is very helpful, and and then yes, sent our uh, our podcast into the could have been. Sent the link off to the could have been, and right. we. And do you want to read the letter? Yes. So okay. on the twenty fourth of August, uh, twenty twenty one, Kevin writes. Um, subject line: Football with Susan. My wife, <laughs> my wife has been a Geelong Football Club tragic since a, the eighty nine grand final versus Hawthorne. I was watching the game on TV and suggested she may want to partake of that special moment. She spent the fourth quarter jumping up and down on the couch and has not looked back since. For the last three seasons, our youngest daughter, Catherine, who knows nothing about footy, has interviewed Susan via phone after each game, complete with questions from the crowd, then publishes the podcast on Facebook. Thought you might be interested, funny as. Here's a taste. Hope it works. And then the link. Um, I particularly enjoyed his use of funny as, funny given, as given yeah. his uh, thirty plus years as a as a um, English literature teacher. I think yes. uh, funny as was funny as funny as yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, so we we waited uh, about well not very long for a reply actually oh, no. about a week and a half. No. Um, and from Greg Champion, who I believe is the person on the Coulda Beans who writes and sings the songs. That's right, yes. Um, so September 27, uh, sorry, September 2nd, 2021, um, Greg writes, G'day, Kevin. Ta for the message. Best wishes, Greg. <laughs> Shall I read that again? G'day, Kevin. Ta for the message. Best wishes, Greg. Ta for the message. Yeah. I love that. And, you know, um, look, I think I think here's, here's my reflections on this Um Really enjoy it. Um, good to get a response for once, yes. I would think, given the yes. mud um, letter incident that you are still waiting on your response from. Absolutely, um, yes. What are your impressions? 
Oh, my impression was the same. I thought to myself, for a start, I laughed myself silly when Dad told me he'd sent this off to the good of beans. And um, secondly, I was a bit impressed. Yes, I thought to myself, well, this is showing a lot of support, lot of support. to our podcast. Absolutely. Um, it's Dad thinking that somebody else might find it amusing. Yeah. Um, and especially the could have beans who really are very funny. I mean, I do mm-hmm. laugh at their phone calls at the end. They have these people they they t- they do voices of fans and they ring up they have these sort of mock phone calls and um some of the people are absolutely hilarious at the questions that they ask and uh, <laughs> and so you know it is quite amusing but um and so I was very impressed and then I was equally as impressed as the fact that we actually actually got a response. Absolutely. Okay, they obviously hadn't even bothered listening or <laughs> he listened and said, oh, what a lot of rubbish. But either way, hey, we got a response. It was very polite. I yes. love love hearing tar because tar, you don't hear that yep. very much anymore. No, um, you don't hear that much anymore, Reminds no. me of grandma. So yep. tar for the yep. message, perfect. Tar. Um, <laughs> Jono, your son-in-law, um, suggested that maybe it would be appropriate for me to write a song called Tar for the Message. Um, well, I think that's not a bad idea, Catherine. We'll see. We'll we, could, see. we could send it to them. Yeah. That's a good point, actually. We'll see what happens between um, – actually, that's a good point. Between now and next week, look, my lockdown could get very busy, so <laughs> – overwhelmed That's with right. things to do. That's the real joke, isn't it? Um, but look, Tar for the Message I think is a good premise for a song, so I'm going yep. to think on that one. Yes, um, think on that one. Yeah. Okay, so we have a couple more questions from the crowd before we finish okay. up. Um, yes. This is from a different Jono, Jono Chi in Glenroy, yes. who has written into yes. a podcast previously. Yep. Um, and I think he was quite delighted, actually, to your response to one of his to his previous question, which was, what do you bring to the game? What did you bring to the game previously that you no longer bring? And you said stamina, um, which was a delight. And he has asked this time, um, with dwindling stamina, what else can modern modern footy fans bring to the game these days that they didn't used to be able to bring? Oh. Oh, that they used could can bring now that they didn't used to be able to bring. Hmm. That's a very good question. It'd probably be the opposite, right? I'm thinking of there. There's a lot of things you can't bring now. I mean, you're not allowed to take. I mean, I've had cups for my tea confiscated if they're mm-hmm. not plastic. So you're not allowed to take anything that could be hurt someone if it's thrown. So you couldn't take your football with Susan. Mug. No, I, could, I would game. not be able to take that into the ground. No. no shame. And you're not allowed to take into the ground umbrellas. Okay. Uh, anything that can be seen as a missile, you're not allowed to take into the ground. So no missiles. Got it. No missiles. <laughs> no. I mean, not that people do, but, you know, people are stupid and they, they do yeah. take things that if they were thrown at someone could hurt. So okay. not that that happens very often. I can't even remember the last thing that happened like that but you know it's just taking precautions in this world of um litigation um what else are you you're not allowed to have you know big hats so you can't block someone's view that's why you can't take an umbrella yeah you have to just wear a raincoat um gee oh at, at the mcg i think you're not allowed to actually take food outside food in i think you're what? supposed to 
take in. <gasps> I think you're supposed to buy the food now. That I think that's just an MCG rule. Outrageous. What about sausage yeah, rolls? I think that's that you right. Oh, you know, that, because people like Geelong crowds, we all take our own lunch. That's you right. Know, so, they, <laughs> so they don't they don't make money from that. <laughs> I've got to say, if I couldn't take sausage rolls, because you sometimes used to make sausage rolls, and if we yeah. couldn't take sausage rolls, yeah. I wouldn't have been interested at all. I know. It was one way of getting you there, Catherine, You're not allowed to take cans and you're not allowed to take bottles. Okay. And I think at the MCG and probably in Geelong as well, yes, no, you're not allowed to take alcohol into the ground. Yeah. You can only buy it at the ground. Okay. All right. Well, that's – Let me ask you another question. Jono sent um, a few questions. I'll ask another one. This is a good one, I think. Hypothetically – is it better to be ultimately unsuccessful in a fi- final series and not have your most hated club not even in the finals? Ugh. Or is it better to have the hated team in the finals and then lose in the first week? Oh, this, gosh. This is a tricky question. That's a very Can I ask it again? Question. Yeah, I, I'm a little confused. Okay, hold so, on. Yeah, hold say on. it again. Hold on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to refer to his message because perhaps I've copied it down wrong. Um, okay, here we go. Is it better to be ultimately unsuccessful in a final series uh, and not have your most hated club not even in the finals? Right. Or is it better to have words, the hated team in the finals and them lose in the first week? So in, uh, in other words, what he's saying is, is it better to be lose in the finals is better, especially if the most hated club that you know of is not in the finals at all. Yeah. Or is it better to win or lose the first week of the finals? Them lose in the first week. Or is it better to have the hated team in the finals and them lose in the first week? Would you rather then... Oh, which one do you prefer? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do like a team, a hated team losing in the first week. I yeah. do like that. So, for example, Collingwood might be a good example. Oh, I was thinking of Richmond. Oh, Richmond. <laughs> I see. Well, I think Jono goes for the Bombers. Um, look, uh, any time Hawthorne loses is good with me. Uh-huh. Um, and the fact that they haven't been in the finals for the last couple of years is even better, okay. I have to admit. I prefer them not to be in the finals at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. You want a clean cutout. Yeah, yeah, clean break. All right. Well, um, I think that we might wrap things up because right. I've, I've got some more questions, but I might even save them for next time. Okay. Um, so, okay, so we've talked about the family footy tipping. Yes. Have you got – your strategy for beating dad because I, I feel like that's a priority at this point because that was your I dream. I don't think I can. No, oh, okay. I think I can't beat dad now. He's done it. Okay. I think he's – I know what he's going to pick next week and I can't do that. Okay. And I think we're going to have a very hard time next week. So I will just say yes, I will concede defeat at this stage probably. Oh, okay. No, 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 I won't. No, no, never no. say that. No, 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 I can't. I'll just Don't have do to wait it. and see how it all pans out, Catherine. It made, it made me – I was very surprised and I almost thought, you know, because you know a lot more about football than Dad does. Is I it know. Is it because you're so close to it? That yeah, I think too close. You too see, close. I always pick Geelong. 
Yeah. Doesn't matter whether they win or they not. And he doesn't always, always picture long, is that right? No, he won't. No, he'll pick mm. who he thinks will win. Okay. And he might be right, but it doesn't mean anything to me. I just get to go with the heart. Yeah. Well, you are the ultimate winner, really, because you have more invested. So it's an empty win for Dad. So, you know. Um, is there anything else you wanted to mention? Um, well, look, you know, we, we this next week is the do or die, and yeah. um, we're going to be happy or we're going to be sad. And by we, and you mean you or everyone in Geelong? Well, I, I, Geelong supporters. We're yeah. either going to be wet, sad or happy okay. after next week. Yeah. And it's just one week at a time. The old cliches at the moment, it's one week at a time. Yeah. And we're glad we're there just right now. And it, would you say the lid is off at this point? Is oh, now the, the lid is definitely off. Okay, because I haven't asked yeah. you that, I don't think. Um, no, you're going to have to lid off at this stage. If it's not off now, it's not going to come okay. off. So we may as well have a lid off and just go for broke. Just take the lid off. All right. Yeah. Um, and I didn't ask you this at the end of last episode, which I realised oh. was a huge mistake, but out of 10, Susan Kelly, oh. how likely is it that Geelong is going to win the premiership this year? Well, look, we're down to four teams now, so it's one out of four. Mm-hmm. We're one out of four teams. Yeah. So, I mean, really, the stakes are pretty high, and I reckon I'm up to an eight. You're eight. That's yep. very exciting. Yeah, got to be up to an eight now. The lid is off. Okay, lid the is lid off. off. Okay, lid off. I, I wrote that down. I don't know why, but I did. I wrote lid off. Um, <laughs> excellent. Okay. I've got to be positive now. At this stage of the year, you've just got to go for it. Just got to go for it. All right, lid's yep. off. Eight out of ten. Yep. Um, what's for dinner? Uh, I, no, no idea, to be honest. Ooh. Absolutely no idea. Wow. Um, I'll have to discuss that with your father when I get off this um, phone but what about you? Um, either leftover lasagna. Oh, yes. Well, we do have that. We could have Ooh. that, yes. Or? Or leftover. Jared made a Mexican chicken rice dish last night that was probably oh. the most delicious thing he's ever made. Oh, um, that sounds like. We, I might send you the recipe. It was it yes. was quite a standout and not very hard to make. Um oh. But it was absolutely delicious. So oh, there's lots wow. of that leftover too. Just lots of leftovers in our house. Yes. Yes. Um, well, that's a good thing. We do actually. We do have some leftover uh, lamb as well. We had lamb shanks on Friday night, yum. and we still have that leftover. So we might do that. I think. Okay. Because we don't want to have. We had lasagna last night. We don't want to have the same thing two nights in a row. No, I mean so we you. Might have leftover. <laughs> That's more of a lunch thing if you're going to have it the next day. Um, well, that's right, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, good luck this week. Okay. Thank you, Mom. Catherine Ness. Go Cats. Go Cats. I've actually been wearing my um, my hat around when I go for a oh, walk. Good. I've been wearing my cat's hat. Good. And, yeah, on Friday I wore my cat's jumper all day. Yep. So I reckon that was good omen. So this week I have to get that jumper going a bit. Okay. And so, because, I mean, if I can't, don't do it this week, might not be done. And yep. so this is the week. Okay. It's just got to happen. And, look, I might even watch the game this week, given, you know, we've taken the lid off. It could be yep. a good point for me to start watching. Yep. I think it is. Um, now or never, Catherine. Now okay. or never. Now or never. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. Friday night. Friday night. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't have any other plans, so okay. it should be fine. <laughs> 
don't think we're allowed to have any other no. plans right now. No one we? has any other plans. So football it is. Football it is. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, Go Cats. Bye, Mum. Thanks, Cat. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Football with Susan. Uh, thank you to Susan and to everyone who contributed questions from the crowd. Uh, if you've got a question for Susan, please feel free to let me know. My guess is if you're listening, you've probably got a way to contact me. Uh, so please feel free. Bye.